stick my toes in I'm frozen, I know I'm God's chosen Internal explosion my toes in I'm frozen I know I'm God's chosen internal explosion hey what's up everybody it's Benny J and yo it's your boy Mr. Money Green Afro Sheen in the building and this is internal explosion the podcast episode 12 beyond beef and as you can see Chris and I we doubled up because we like the double patties. Yes, sir. I ain't, I ain't a single patty guy. <laughs> if I'm going to get a burger, it's got to have two patties. Deuce. I'll be honest with you, though. If I make it at home on the grill, the patty's so fatty, I don't need to. Oh, my goodness. I probably make like half pound burgers. Man, so Remember <laughs> the mommy burgers? They're like this big and have like the two <laughs> buns and you you press it down and like the grease comes out and everything. You got like the, the fingerprints in it. and I don't remember that. Yeah, They man. called it a mommy burger? Yeah, because they're like this big. So it was a big mama. They're monsters. Yeah. It was a big mama jamma. Exactly, man. I'll tell you what. I like a juicy burger. I like them thick. I like them with lettuce, tomato, and onion. A <sighs> little bit of mustard. Gosh. I don't need ketchup, but I don't hate it. If it's on there, mm. I'll eat it. I'll eat it. But yo, pickles, mm, give me that summer flavor. It's so good. But guess what? This is the problem. And I'm whispering so that you really focus in a little harder as I'm doing it. But there's a, there's a war going on between those who love meat and those who would love to save the meat. And keep it, keep it out of your grasp. So this is to you, all of you who would take away a delicious, mouth-watering, tender beef patty from this mouth. These mouths. How dare you? <laughs> that, was, that was dark. Yo, that it was got, so dark. It got dark quick. Man. But you know what? It had to be said. And I just want y'all to know, if you take away all of the things I love to put in my mouth, I personally will have a vendetta against you. But I still love you, even though that's a dark dichotomy. That was very dark. <laughs> still, still very dark. So, yo, I just want to tell you, I love Jesus, but I also love my meats. Praise God. I'm just going to say it. I don't remember there ever being an altar sacrifice that didn't involve meat and the lifeblood of that animal being burnt up as an offering to the Lord and the fat. Mm. And then the high priest would go eat the meat and he'd get the meat sweats. The high, <laughs> the high priest would get the meat sweats. And let me tell you, man, woman, all of y'all, that high priest was never complaining. He'd take that home. Oh, my goodness. He'd probably make a little sandwich, a little Sammy. Oh, but. And he would just praise the Lord from the depths of his soul. He'd say, Lord Jesus, praise God for the meets us. And I'm telling you, nobody, no high priest in his right mind was leaving that place, the altar, without his fair share of the meats. So that was the original Arby's. I if I had to say it, Arby's. yo, we got the meats. The high priest and Jesus, and then, and just the Lord, capital 
capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. He said, you want the meats? He's like, yeah, way. Yeah, 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 way. I want the meats. So all of that, bring it together. I don't want anybody telling me that I can't enjoy what God has given me to enjoy. He told us that we have dominion over all the animals. He gave us dominion. He let Adam name the animals. And then he also let him slaughter him so he could enjoy delicious foods. Chris, P, foods. I'm hungry. <laughs> Bro, am I killing you right now? I'm hungry. All this talk about food has made me hungry. Mm. But I, I, I do love a good steak. I do oh. love a good burger. And there mm. really is no good substitute. And I think about when I had my first veggie burger in college. Um, the way it was positioned is that it's a new burger and, you know, it looked like a burger and, you know, I bit into it and it didn't even make it down my throat. I'm like, no, this is not a burger. This is, this is something else. This is, this is, this is a nightmare. nightmare. And so that, that was my first exposure to yeah, a, a veggie burger. Now, of course, everybody has their taste and everything. We're not saying you should not like not eat a burger or veggie do what burger. You do. Or Just do what you do. Just don't tell me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're 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 probably still going to eat meat. Oh I think yeah, that's a, I think that's safe. Unless y'all make it illegal, and then we're going to have to have black market meats. <laughs> yeah, we'll find a way to get get we, that meat, we, even if it's the dirty meats. We gonna be eating. But but where I want to go with this a little bit is the the real from the fake. Yes. And yes, I know I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole. I'm. So Super surface level. You have your meat and then you're not meat. Mm -hmm. And how do you know the difference? You have to have some type of encounter. You have yeah. to have some type of experience. Me, I know what a burger is because, you know, I repeatedly eat it and it is good and it agrees with my system. All the, of the system. The veggie burger, I had an encounter with it and it just did not make me feel good. In fact, I felt a little bit sad. I mm -hmm. said, I. I can eat my broccoli and all my vegetables separately, but it made me feel sad. Tell us more about that, Chris. <laughs> How did it make you feel? Well, actually, <laughs> I was not fulfilled. It created a void in my soul, a void that was filled by the meat that followed. And so after I had that meat that followed, I was... I was rejoicing, mm. but but I, I think the the big thing is you know, there was an encounter, there was an experience, and I was able to discern that one of these things just does not belong here. Yeah, and when taking that one step further, that kind of tongue in cheek analogy, how do we know what's godly mm. and what's not? How do we know Christ from little gods? You know, how do we know the real from from the fake? Yeah. So, my dude, I'm going to punt it right back to you because I'm hungry and I just punt need it. to get in my, my, my zone. Punt it, though, like a little ham hock. Just punt it. <laughs> Do it again. Yo, I'm telling yeah. you, man, ham hock. <laughs> so, that's <laughs> disgusting. So, I think about, like, the difference between real fruits, mm. the things that God put on this earth with this real seeds, built-in mm. antioxidants, fighting off those free radicals. You know what I'm saying? And it's interesting to me that almost, not all, but so much of our produce right now is laden with GMOs. There are literally genetically modified organisms. Wait, 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 wait. You mean that cotton candy grapes <laughs> didn't come from the earth? Are you I, I don't know if those are GMO or not. I mean, I'm assuming they are. They're probably crossbred, right? We, we didn't have those in the 80s. 
No, we didn't. They didn't exist. What did we have? Red and green. We had red and green. That was it. We had two types of oh, apples. We, we have champagne grapes too, right? Yeah. But we didn't really see them that much. No. That was like a rarity. That's like top shelf. Yeah. Like, party types. The pretentious grapes. Yes. 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 <laughs> so the grape escape. Let's go back to the real. And if you think about these GMOs, you want to know what a, a very common GMO is? Plants, specific crops, got soy, you got mm -hmm. wheat, uh, you have, uh, what is the other, corn, mm -hmm. where instead of spraying them now with glyphosate, which is the, uh, that's the chemical name for, or the, or the generic name for Roundup, it's not just sprayed on the crops anymore. It's genetically a part of the crop. And we're ingesting this daily thinking like, oh, this is normal. It tastes like corn. Mm. It looked like corn. I don't see the problem. The problem is you don't see it, but it's there. Just like you don't see Satan. Mm. You don't see his, you don't see his little, little fallen angels, his little demons rolling around all day long. But you know they're there. You can feel the presence. Well, maybe not all of you. But the ones that can actually feel that presence, you know it's real. You know God is real. You don't always see God in every little detail. But you know if you look hard enough, you're going to find him in things. Well, this is one of those things where it's like don't let your eyes deceive you. Mm -hmm. Don't let your eyes be the only sensible part of you where you're not calculating everything that you're perceiving through all the senses, including reason. If you look at the thing and it looks good, but you've heard that maybe the process of how they're making it isn't so good, don't you think you should investigate? But let me guess. It's just easier to eat the stupid thing and shut your mouth till you're dead. Loaded with glyphosate yourself. Well, let me tell you. And even if you're, uh, let's say you're from Boston, because I was just making fun of the Southerners with my funny voice there. I'll tell you what, go to the Harvard Yard, maybe pop a couple years of corn. I don't know if that's how they talk, but let me go out in the yard and pick some tomatoes. <laughs> Who knows if this is good? But bottom line, you got to know what you're doing with yourself. You got to know what you're eating. You got to think about the thoughts that you're thinking. What is real versus what is a, what is an artificial or fake version of the thing that is real? What did God create versus what did Satan and man manipulate? What is Satan trying to take out of something in order to take that mark of God away from it? Here's another crazy thought. Now, dare I say this, I'm going to put it out there, but all of the stuff with the, with the shots that we've been told we need to get. I'm being generic on purpose. Those shots, uh, from many sources at this point, supposedly had the genetic makeup and the RNA messaging of poisonous snakes, a Chinese snake, as well as a king cobra. And that, in itself, the most toxic form of symbolism in Christianity. Think about this. What is real? What is fake? How do we even know what the government is telling us to do is actually good for us or necessary or beneficial? Why are we just going along with the flow? Well, we act like sheep majority of the time. We do what we're told and that's how we've been trained since birth. You just follow authority all the way through. I tend to be more disagreeable than that. I don't just say, 
well, they told me to do it, so it must be good. It must be right. It gives me the least negative feedback if I just listen. Nah. I'm looking into these things. I want to know the truth. I want to differentiate between the real and the false. I don't want to sit around and be deceived because I won't go and look. I'm going to look and I'm going to try to figure out as much as possible what is real and then teach my family to follow that. And anybody else who's willing to follow. If you want to do what you want to do, by all means, you have a will, right? I'm not going to get in I'm not going to get in the way of your will. Chris ain't going to get in the way of your will. But if you're coming at me and telling me this is how I have to live my life, that you got some beyond beef that I know is garbage, but you're trying to tell me it's the only answer, there's no other answer, yo, you just created a religion and you're telling me I need to join your cult. Nah, you're being dogmatic in your thinking. You're telling me that there's only one way and that there's an absolute way to read it, to interpret it. No, there has to be nuance in all of our thinking. We have to be able to accept what is in front of us, be curious enough to carefully examine it, observe everything we can, analyzing to the point where we can actually make sense of what we're seeing. How do you think we got this far in science? Was it through not experimenting? Do you think, do you think modern medicine didn't ultimately come from a lot of the awful experiments that happened in World War II? And probably well before that too as well, the ones that we don't know about. But those awful experiments that were done on humans showed us a ton about what human anatomy looked like and also how the human body reacted to different chemicals and harsh circumstances that were pushed upon these poor people that went through those experiments. So it's like, how are you going to get to the body of information we have without wasting a few people? Collateral damage, right? Well, I ain't going to be a part of your collateral damage whoever you are. I'm not speaking to you, listener, because you're probably not that person. But all those people that would love to just use us as useful idiots to, to fatten their pockets and make themselves feel like they're all powerful gods themselves, I ain't for you. God ain't for you. I'll tell you right now, he hates that type of stuff. He doesn't. He says, you don't use dishonest scales. You don't exploit the poor which is exactly what's happening to us. Yeah, we might be the richest nation. Yeah, we might have a ton of stuff going on mm -hmm. that gives us the sense of entitlement and opportunity we feel we have. But we're standing on people's faces in order to have that. And it's like the richest, the richest nation ever seen in history. And we're still not happy. We're still unfulfilled. And now we're creating new ways to create even less fulfillment for the people. That's a lot to work with. I'm still, I'm still hungry, man. Bro, <laughs> I got, I got a boy over here marinating. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm still stuck on my burgers, real quick. You trying to get a burger? I mean, is that not, isn't that an option? Elevation burgers next to Honey Grow. All right, I can do both. <laughs> we can do both. Yo, he's trying to get Honey Grow and trying, Elevation. Trying to get both. Um, mm. yes, product placement, love them both. Um, but yeah, I, I think the the gist of it is. For for those of us that like meat, and we're using this because we're we're wearing it. For those of us that like meat, why why mess with meat. such a good why mess with such a good thing? And you can you can take that so many places. Um, you know, not just not just with food. You can you can look at our our faith systems, but I think at the at the core of what my brother says is 
you have to be discerning. Yes. You know, on on either side of the equation, whether meat is good, whether not meat is good, whether one thing is good, whether something else is bad or whatever, you just have to be very discerning. Yes. And we are called to discern. Like even even the Christian faith, you know, we we are not exempt. Um, we we can't take our faith from anyone else. If someone says you have to believe in God, we're we're challenged to to ask questions. Why? Yep. Why should we? We're called into some type of relationship, some type of engagement. We're called to taste and see. There we go. We got the the taste and see. Hey. And we we have to ex- some type of experience. We can't take things at face value, and we have to come to a decision for ourselves whether it's good for us or bad for us, and then we we govern ourselves accordingly. And we're we're using this as as the, that platform today. For me, I have tasted and seen that meat is great, and I've also tasted and seen that non-meat is not good for me, and it does not make me feel good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cheap substitutes for real meat or real vegetables, you know, anything that is natural from God, it's not good. Nah. It doesn't – and even if you look at the ingredients, they're not wholesome, raw ingredients that are going to be healthy for you. It honestly, some of that stuff that's marketed as vegan – It's worse. It's worse than your you. stuff that you get off the – Regular shelves with the standard foods. And it's like, yo, I go back to was it was it um it was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were the ones that didn't eat the king's diet of meat. Right. They right. ate straight vegetables. And they were stronger than everyone in the king's army. Mm-hmm. So to all you vegans out there, like I don't want to say I don't have a problem with you not wanting to eat meat or kill animals, causing any harm to to living things. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that, but really investigate what you're eating and find out, is your veganism healthy for your body? Is it, is it more about a, more of a religious approach to live in your life because you value animals so much? That's cool. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love animals too. And it's probably one of those funny things to hear and you're like, well, if you love animals, why do you kill them and eat them? I hear you. I don't feel you, but that's fine. But I want you to be healthy. I want you to be well, regardless of how your diet looks and what your lifestyle looks like. I want you to be thoughtful and considerate of other people around you and really think, are you just trying to get your way in an idealistic manner? Like like almost basically like what you would see in a, a cult member's attitude following this, this strict regime. It's like, nah, like be open-minded to the fact that other people do things differently. And we don't have to war against each other because of different values and ideals. I mean, if if fighting a whole mass of people is worth it to you over the fact that we've been killing and eating animals since the beginning of time, okay. But I'm not gonna, we're not gonna vibe very well together. I think a lot of you're gonna end up being in an extremist column. Nobody wants to, most people don't want to engage with extremism. People are looking for peace. They're looking for moderation. So even though we got a strong message today as far as what we stand for, what we're about, we still want to live at peace with people who consider themselves vegans, vegetarians, pescatarians. It doesn't matter. Whatever you are, you are. But be respectful. Be thoughtful as to how you interact with others. And be bound by love. Especially Christians, if you're identifying as any of these things, don't let it become your religion. It doesn't supersede your faith in Christ ever. So keep him as your emphasis, take care of your body how you choose, educate yourself, 
be well-minded as far, as far as you can help it and be full of spirit. And go get some food. Yo! I'm about to go get some food out this joint. Yo, Young Money needs some food <laughs> up in here. Boy, need a burger. A burger. I'm doing that. Give the kid a boiger. Double patty. Hey. So check this out. Again, it's Benny J. And yo, it's your boy, Mr. Money Green Afrosheen, here in the building, still hungry. And again, this is Internal Explosion, the podcast, episode 12, Beyond. Love you all. So glad that you're checking us out on the regular, and we hope to see you next week. Adios. Peace, y'all. No beefing. (laughs) Except for me about to get that joint. Seriously. Double patty. Go get that. Get that patty. You like the buns? Yeah, you do.